The Dancepreneuring Studio, Session 11, A Tale of Two Conferences. Five, six, seven, eight. Everyone and welcome to the Dancepreneuring Studio. I am Annette Bone, and this is the place where dance inspires life and business. We will be bringing you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance, and they will be sharing their stories, ideas, strategies, and tactics to move your life and business forward. Thank you so much for joining me. What's up, everybody? This is Chris Jones, actor, dancer, and choreographer, and you're listening to another section of the Dancepreneuring Studio. It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. When you're researching any topic online, there is no shortage of information and there is no shortage of infographics that are created to illustrate concepts, ideas, and just to give information about whatever topic that you're researching. And if you want to create your own infographics, there are a ton of free resources online unless you want to hire it out. But you can use a tool called PictoChart, which is P-I-K-T-O-C-H-A-R-T. And if you go to AnnetteBone.com forward slash 011, you can find a link in the show notes. And Basically, it's a drag and drop editor. It's a free resource. However, you also have the option to do a premium upgrade. And there's a lot more that comes with that. And you don't have to have the PictoChart branding on the bottom of your infographic. But I did one based on the information I'm going to talk about in the feature presentation. Now, I have to forewarn you, though, it's not perfect. And it's not, I don't think, what a graphic designer would necessarily do. I used one of their templates and anyway, I have it linked in the show notes as well, but I did it because I wanted to show you that even I could do it and I'm not a graphic designer. And if you needed to do an infographic, you could do one very, very quickly. They have a two minute video that explains it. They have ready-made templates. You can change the fonts, the colors and everything. So if you're in a pinch and you want to do your own infographic, you can if you go to PictoChart or otherwise, of course, you can hire it out. But anyway, I just wanted to share that resource with you because it's another yet again, free resource that you can use. And if you want to upgrade it, that option is also available. And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect. The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I'm going to share dance terminology across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. The word for today in the Dancer's Dialect is brush off your shoulder. And it is a basic dance step in hip hop. And it's a very easy step. I think anybody can do it. I've linked a video tutorial I actually found. I think it's kind of funny in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash zero one one. And it's just as it sounds. You're just brushing something off your shoulder. 
And what you do is, for example, you would take your right hand and brush off your left shoulder. And at the same time, you would be bringing your left knee up and then you switch over to the right where your left hand is brushing off your right shoulder and your right knee is coming up. And so what they did in this video is they're doing this sequence incorporating also rocking, like a rocking rhythm where they're just kind of rocking back and forth. And then they also do a single, single double sequence. So they do one side, the other side, then they'll do the other side twice, and then they'll do that back again. So it's a really easy sequence and anybody can do it. And just as in life and in business, you might be rocking along, doing your thing, progressing, and then something throws you off. We can never plan enough as much as we, you know, I I can definitely speak for myself. I love to be planned, but still, even with all my planning, things come up and that's just life. But you're rocking your life, you're rocking your business and things can throw you off. But the thing to do is get up, brush your shoulder off, and then get back to rocking your life and back to rocking your business. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. You can plan every detail to the last minute, but once the event starts, it becomes a wonderful and intricate dance. I found this quote from Nicole Murphy, and it came at such an opportune time as I've recently worked two very different events, and I learned so much. And it's funny because I'm looking back at this going, gosh, I could have improved that. My attitude was crappy here, and I knew it, and yet I still had this crappy attitude about things. And so I think that if you can forgive yourself and move on, brush it off your shoulder, as I would say with that dancer's dialect that I was talking about, then it's so much easier to move on and know that you can always improve. So with that being said, I wanted to share at the end five tips for working a conference or even attending a conference. These could be applicable to that as well. But um, I want to give you differences that I found with these two conferences, working these two conferences, and not to say that one is right or wrong. And there are all types of conferences that cater to all types of people, which is wonderful because I think there's always something you can learn from every type of event that you attend. And I'm all for live events and for live events in different industries. So I think it's a really good thing. And there's always something to learn, as I've said. So for simplicity's sake, I'm going to refer to these two conferences as Conference A and Conference B. So I'll give you the just a few things from Conference A and Conference B. I will quickly go through the qualities of Conference A, and then I'll give you the qualities of Conference B. And then we can talk about the five tips for attending or working any conference. So with Conference A, there were less than 100 attendees, so it was intimate. At least it was intimate to me. I really liked that. There were entrepreneurs with different types of businesses, There were specific action items that were done at the event. So it was not like you were just sitting there and listening to a speaker and then you had all these notes, but you couldn't get to them until after you left the event. So it was really great to actually have time allotted to do the specific action steps. So you were progressing in what you needed to do for your business at the event. So that was very proactive. There were only a handful of speakers. So that gave time to really get into some really good content. And it wasn't just about listening 
to a speaker and then sp- having them spend most of their time trying to sell you their program or their product. So I'm all for that, but there is also a time to be able to give a lot of content and just add value. So it was really great to have just a few speakers get into a lot of really good actionable content and still have other stuff available if necessary. The uh, last thing I want to mention about Conference A is that everything came with love. Everything was surrounded by a message of love, even though it was um, about marketing and platform building. And there were things talked about from a spiritual perspective as well, which was great. But everything was from a message or a standpoint of love. And so I think every I think that helped to foster the intimacy, the community, the support. It was really great. So that was Conference A. Now, Conference B had over 2,000 attendees, and this conference was profession-specific, so everybody was of the same profession, and it mostly focused on the quote-unquote technical aspects of a traditional business model. And then most of it was sitting and listening, although it was kind of like a concert as well, because in between they had a band, which was great. Um, The stage lighting and the production of it was fantastic. It was just it was really, really good. It was just like being at a concert, but also being at a business conference. So those two aspects together made it very fun. But there was still a lot of sitting and listening and that kind of thing. And then there were numerous speakers on a wide range of topics. And the message also was of love and hope, but there was also fear instilled in that as well. And so I know people take that kind of message differently. Some people like that. I'm not, I'm not saying that one is right over the other, but it was a little bit different. The messages were a little bit different and the illustrations and things that were used were um, not always coming from a place of love. So these are the differences between Conference A and Conference B. And I learned a ton from working both of these. And these are the five tips I want to give you for either attending or working any conference, what, what, whichever size they are. Number one is you want to be prepared as much as possible, but more importantly, you want to know and be aware that things can happen And things will happen and you have to just kind of roll with it. You just have to adapt and just move on. We had that happen quite a bit in Conference B, for sure. (laughs) There were a lot of things that were that came up and just really for me, I really had had to have an attitude check because from the first day, I was just not a happy camper. And I thought, oh, my goodness, I talk about this stuff. And I'm, I need and that's what I love about doing this podcast is a lot of this is just reminders for me that I need to continue to improve and to just keep growing. So anyway, just be prepared, but know that things are going to happen and just roll with it. Number two is you want to stay hydrated. And if you can eat healthy, as healthy as possible, that would be great. So If you're on your feet a lot or whatever you're doing for the event, even attending the event, as you just need to stay hydrated. It's a good thing anyway every day to stay hydrated. So drink lots of water. Number three is take notes immediately after the event on what you can improve for the next conference. My teacher is uh, one of my teachers. One of my uh, dance teachers is really good about this. She's always honest about bringing something to write on or noting it on our phone of corrections that she gives us during class so that next time we know what we need to work on. And then also she does a lot of the same combinations over so that we can write them down and we can memorize them so that 
what we're doing is we're not focusing so much on the memory aspect of the choreography or the technique, but on really working on it. So we're not thinking, okay, what step comes next? We already know it. And we can just really work on getting the technique down. So I really appreciate that about her. So take notes immediately after so that you know what you can improve for the next conference. Number four, schedule and implement the necessary action steps from your notes. I've talked about before that what gets scheduled gets done. So put it in your calendar, what you need to do. Even if you are going to be working on an event a year out, schedule what needs to be done. Even if it's a year out or a couple months before the event starts, what gets scheduled gets done. And number five, remember that attitude is more important than competency. One of the events that I worked had quite a number of volunteers, quote unquote volunteers, because a lot of them actually ended up just kind of standing around. And I guess it's better to have more resources than not. But I had to remind myself that there's always going to be the 80-20 rule in almost anything, that there's going to be the 20% that carry 80% of the load. And it's just kind of like that. So I had to remember that as long as I was doing what I was supposed to do and not being concerned about what someone else was or wasn't doing, it was really not my business or nor was it my business to judge. So if you can remember that attitude is more important and with your team, if you're hiring people to run a, run an event or just for your team in general, they may not know how to do what it is you're requiring. But if they have an awesome attitude and they are a team player, I think that trumps over someone that is skilled and has a crappy attitude. So anyway, I've been using that word a lot lately, so I got to quit it. But anyway, I just want to share those tips with you. And again, there's always something new to learn from every live event or conference that you work or attend. And just to reiterate again, the five tips for working or attending any conference. Number one, be prepared as much as possible. Number two, stay focused. Oops, stay hydrated. And that will help you stay focused. Number three, take notes immediately after the event on what you can improve for the next conference. Number four, schedule and implement the necessary action steps from your notes. And number five, remember that attitude is more important than competency. I would really love to hear if you have any other helpful tips on working an event or or attending an event. And you can go to AnnetteBone.com forward slash 011, where you'll also find the show notes and the uh, infographic that I created on PictoChart on this. And again, I remember it's not perfect, but it's there. And I just want to show you again how easy it is. But I would love to get your feedback. And I would really appreciate it if you could go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio and give me a review and a rating. That way I can get the word out about the podcast and continue to improve the podcast. Thank you so much. And, you know, I just remembered that last week I said that I was going to talk about the facade of advantages in this session. And just in the course of a couple of days, the content for that session has expanded. So I need to... (laughs) need to revamp it a little bit, but I will be getting that out to you. But this um, experience with conferences is fresh in my mind. And so I thought I could share some very easy and quick tips that I learned from comparing these two that I've worked. And so that is why this is not about the facade of advantages if you listen to session 010. So anyway, with that said, thank you so much again for joining me. I really appreciate your feedback and I hope you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. 
Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.